Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 160, PTSD Self-Healing Show. Love versus Fear with Ellen Newhouse, healer, author, and host of Heart and Soul podcast. Ellen Newhouse, thank you so much for being here again. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today with you. <laughs> so, uh, I choose I choose this topic because I know you are a healer. Yes, and. Uh, the healing process not going to be started if we feel fearful and don't feel supported and not protected inside. So tell me about this. I really want to know why fear blocks us from being healthy or even can stop the healing process. Well, I would say it a little bit differently. I think fear can be a great teacher, you know, fear says there's something more in me that I sense that I know, but I don't know where it is in me. And fear can be a great teacher to bring us closer inside to our own being if we don't allow it to be like the boogeyman underneath the 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 you know the 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 bed right that says oh i am big i am strong i am more powerful than you and the truth is is that love is the greatest healer of all and if we understand the call of fear the call of fear is to love ourselves even more yes so i know self-care always come the first because even if you need to take care of somebody with the ptsd somebody with mental health mm-hmm. uh, again you have to take care of yourself first because you if you don't feel good how can you help others right oh absolutely Cause, yeah because yeah. i know in many cases, especially moms with their kids, you know, or yeah. there are lots of, uh, yeah, you got to help your loved one, but still you don't feel, uh, you feel very exhausted yeah. and you can't move. You don't have enough energy to mm-hmm. uh, even help somebody else. Right. So uh, when I actually read your book, this is her book. I'm very excited. Aww. <laughs> Thank Don't you, you love that cover? I love that I love, cover you know, so much. Yeah, nothing goes here. Nothing yeah, ever nothing goes, ever on, goes here. on here. And yeah. you have the same sentence. Your father said this to you, right? <gasps> yes, you're giving it away. You're giving away the punchline. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I know this month is about domestic violence. And yes. we're going to have another bigger summit 
soon mm. in uh, October 28. Mm. But this is a great introduction for others yes. to, ta- to learn about this. And uh, I know in your book, you also talk about this a, l- mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't want to talk about your book a lot. I'm very excited <laughs> because, you know, I started it uh, two, day- two days ago. Wow. And then I... Uh, but I had a lot of things to do, but I said, oh, I have to read it. It's so yeah. interesting. And your uh, writing style mm. is so sweet. It's, it's so good. You, you can't Thank put you. it away. It's like, oh, gosh, how can <laughs> I read it? So I'm uh, still in the beginning, but, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, I really wish to have time to finish it. I can't wait. <laughs> but can you talk about it a little bit? And uh, of course, it's really, really uh, connect to this month's yes. uh, domestic violence and also love and fear. Because you had in, in your childhood, you had a lot of fear. That's why you had some uh, health issues. And then when you found out about how to love yourself, then mm-hmm. your life totally changed totally changed so the memoir is the story of how i overcame domestic violence and most importantly learned about forgiveness and self-love and in that process i went through so much healing of course you know um and i want to make it clear that my healing continues because sometimes there's this belief that I will somehow fix myself and that everything will be okay. And I understand that theory, but that for me is not reality. The reality is, is that if we are so lucky as to be chosen to get on a healing path, we will heal for the rest of our lives. At least that is my journey. And I feel very grateful to be on it. Now, When I was a little girl, if you had ever said to me, Ellen, one day you're going to be grateful for this all, I would have screamed, no, you don't understand. And it would have been appropriate because my childhood was very, very complicated, very violent, very confusing. I um, grew up with a mother, though brilliant, suffered from um, a deep-seated mental illness, and a father who was undiagnosed, but also, um, I believe, and many, many therapists I've worked with believe that he had a deep, deep mental illness that went undiagnosed. Um, So the combination was really, really tragic and very chaotic and very violent. And so from there... My journey began really at, well, my journey began when it began, but the healing part of the journey began at 26 when I woke up and I could not breathe. And I spent two years in Western medicine and unfortunately and fortunately for me, nothing worked. And so this brought me to my knees and it brought me to God. And my first prayer to God was, I am not ready to die. You need to get down here right now and you need to help me. Now, God did not appear as perhaps I thought he would. 
you know, didn't come and say, Ellen, this is God speaking. But what did happen in that moment was that I dedicated myself to a prayer practice. And within one month, my entire life changed. And I have never been the same ever since. You know, you said about Ozma, I have Ozma too. Yeah. But uh, that's interesting because I think we have a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we do. I had a really, really good uh, family background, so mm-hmm. I was lucky about that. But uh, I really missed miss them, so I have them now yeah. here. Uh, and I think my asthma always get back to emotional yeah. stress. Well, you know, in Chinese medicine, if you look at what is the function of the lungs, in addition to all the other things that it helps us to do, to breathe and circulate, you know, energy, et cetera, et cetera, and circulate the air, blah, blah, blah. What it also does in Chinese medicine is that it processes the emotion of grief. Mm -hmm. So for people who struggle with lung conditions, I often ponder, where is the grief that is not resolved? Mm -hmm. So if you were my patient, we would be pondering together. (laughs) Where is the grief that is not resolved yet? You know? Yeah, probably we have to talk. (laughs) But um, I I just realize, even if some people eat everything right and mm-hmm. they uh, live l- much longer than us like i mm. know people uh, even in 90s they still smoke but yes. still they don't have any problem mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and uh, i just realized that comes back to their immune system they, mm-hmm. they are stronger inside and they don't too they don't think too much they don't overanalyze life. Aha. They don't <laughs> worry. They don't yeah, worry. Yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah. again, if we looked at the map, there's a really interesting, well, there are many maps in um, Chinese medicine. But one of the things to look at is when we worry, we really hurt the spleen, right? And the spleen and the lung have a relationship. And you know, in Chinese medicine, everything has a relationship to everything else, you know? Yes. And so those people who don't worry, they have a strong spleen. And the spleen and the stomach are a pair in Chinese medicine. Now, the stomach in Chinese medicine is very, very important because it's the, the center of all nourishment. So if the spleen is deficient from worrying, then the stomach is also going to be deficient. And then those cannot nourish the lungs. I see. So if you're a warrior, then the very first thing that I would have you do is to simply take the energy from worry and move it over to envision. We flip it on its on upside down on its head because worry, what is worry? It's always, I'm afraid X, Y, and Z is going to happen exactly. and X, Y, and Z isn't going to happen. So then I say, let's envision the best possible outcome and stop worrying because we know worry does not help. Yes. 
Doesn't exactly. Help. And, and, and another thing is, because I, I'm talking to homeopath as well, and mm -hmm. I, I love this experience. Yes. Because uh, these days, I'm just trying to treat myself with functional medicine, homeopath, a holistic medicine, totally. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I didn't have osmo for two years. Wow. Two years. I had no wow. sign, nothing. And then uh, I realized, is it because of diet or because... Mm -hmm of something else when when that hits like uh, last week i had i was in emergency room and then <sighs> my interesting point is my oxygen level was 95 percent what mm. which was not that right yeah. and then when i talked to homeopath she said why did you what did you feel i said i was afraid to get mm. back to that level that i was <sighs> before because mm -hmm. I was hit with asthma as I said two years ago yeah and I ended up to emergency and I had to they hospitalized me because I was really bad yeah. <laughs> like I was dying yeah. yeah because as I'm saying fear of mm -hmm. getting the same symptoms yes make you sick that's yes. why people even if they are healing and they mm -hmm. get better as soon as get, they get the symptoms they think that they're gonna have the same issue that they had before yes. that happened with cancer or other chronic disease because i know uh, other cancer patients mm -hmm. let's say they are they say you are free your body is healed but i don't believe in it because there are lots of triggers inside there are mm -hmm. lots of PTSD and mental uh, illness inside the body is not resolved yet. Yeah. And then as soon as you have some little trigger, trigger you get mm -hmm. back to that point again. Yes. Now, you just started my book. And what you're going to learn as you go ahead in the book is that I suffered from a severe lung disease lung symptoms, let's say, because they could never figure out really what was wrong, but I couldn't breathe. And they treated it as asthma, but it wasn't asthma and et cetera, et cetera. But what I learned in that journey is the role that fear played, right? Because when we get afraid, what happens? We tighten in our chest, right? And then we feel tight in the lungs and then, oh, I can't get the breath all the way down. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And the fear piles up, it piles up, piles up, piles up. And it's almost like we have to treat that fear like a little tiny child who comes in, mommy, 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 there's a boogeyman under the mommy. There's somebody really, really scary, a monster underneath the bed, right? And yet that little child is in us. And so what I would say for anybody dealing with fear of anything, but particularly mm, physical issues, is to really treat that little, that, that fear like a little child, right? And you bring love to that part in your body and you bring love to that part in your mind and you just keep doing it over and over and over again, understanding that some part of us still needs that, that deep healing. Some part of us still that needs mommy. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You're like, you're over 40 
as soon as my 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 parents came from overseas mm -hmm. after three years, I still had asthma, but two days later, I felt much better. Today, yes. I don't have any symptoms. Like, I don't use paw for anything yes. because I have my mom with, with, yeah. <laughs> beside me. So this is a great example about the fear versus <laughs> love yeah. because especially with asthma, if you don't, you feel that you don't have any support, you don't have mm -hmm. anybody to help you, mm -hmm. even if you have people around you, but again, you get back to your childhood, you get mm -hmm. back to all the, all of them, like mm -hmm. triggers that uh, you feel that you need the real support, somebody help you, yeah. even if uh, <laughs> you are not child anymore. Well, you know, yeah. what I think is that our wounded children stay alive inside of us until we're strong enough to heal. So for me, these children are very much as real as you and I. We can't see them, but I know for sure that when I was going through my healing, that the, the children, I could feel them. Like I would suddenly feel like I'm 15 years old. So that's your inner child who needs healing. And even now, when I go through a period of time of deep healing, I will feel a certain age. Those are the wounds that stay. And they those children stay alive in us in a frozen state until we're strong enough and ready to heal them. So... Pantia, inside you, I would say, yes, there's still a child that needs its mommy. And you're fortunate, your parents are still alive. But let's say people have parents that are either not alive or they are not well parents or they, they've, there's a, such a strong disconnect that the parent isn't able to parent. I want you to know that you can parent yourself. And that is the journey because Pantia, even though your mom came and you feel better, she can't stay there for forever. And, you know, even if she stayed there for forever and she held you and she all oh, rubbed your back and Pantia, we love you, honey. At some point, there is still the need for you to become the best parent for all of those little children. And sometimes they're not so little. Like in your case, you had an event. How old were you when that event happened? Which which event? The one we talked about where you were, um, somebody came with a knife at, in oh, your Oh, I was uh, 20, 27, 26. Yes. So to me, that 27, 26-year-old, she's still inside of you. And she... Mm probably to this day still needs healing, even though I know you've done healing on it. But you see, they come in layers, you know, healing happens in layers. And so let's say, and, and this is a great point. So often my patients will say, Ellen, I've worked on this for three years, for, you know, 10 years, and ugh, it's still there. And I will say, it's okay, because this is a new layer of it. You see, we heal in layers of our psyche. We don't heal all at once because most of the time we have very deep issues. Some things, you know, yes, they will easily heal and they'll be gone. They'll never come back. But 
other things that are very complex, they will tend to heal in layers. And so you will revisit them. The truth is we only have a few issues to heal in one lifetime. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> and they're just layers and layers. And you can think of it like um, unraveling an onion, or you can think of it as a spiral. And don't get disappointed. They'll come up again. And you say, oh, hello, I know you. Now, what flavor of the healing are we doing, you know, this time? So comes in layers yes it comes in layers so i know you have a website uh, yes. lmnewhouse.com what do you have there well it's currently being worked on so the old one has um which i'm not even sure if you go up to it right now if it's operating some days it's operating some days it's not because we're moving things over the new website is going to be phenomenal. The new website is the same name, ellennewhouse.com, and it will have about my podcast, which I'm rebranding anyway. So it's it's good that it's not quite up yet because the old name is being changed and I love the new name. So the old name is Heart and Soul with Ellen Newhouse and the new name is called Fuel the Soul. Wow. <gasps> Ooh, I love it. It just, it's yeah. like so yummy to me. Um, but on the old website, there's um, information about my book. There's some pieces that I wrote on the blog. There's a little bit about my services, but just a little bit. The new website will be more, um, you'll have more information about what I do and where I came from and about the book and about the podcast. So, so when do you launch it? Because this uh, show... <laughs> is there forever so yes okay yes. so you know we have been saying it's going to launch friday and now i'm having new pictures done thursday of next week so let's say it's going to launch two weeks after that so that would be october let's say november 1st let's just say november, november 1st november yes. 1st 2021 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. we had a great discussion and uh, it was uh, like real example of how fear and love can actually help or not help mm -hmm. uh, yeah. the healing process. Because as I said, if you're afraid of having those symptoms back again, mm -hmm. it's going to come back again. And if you take care of yourself, even if you're a mom and you have a little child like me, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes if you just say, okay, I just want to be for myself one, two days, I don't know, one, two hours per day, mm -hmm. just do something that you love. That's Absolutely. it. And it really helps, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, and remember yeah. what they say when you're, you know, flying on an airplane. If you're traveling with a small child, put your oxygen mask on first. So what does that mean? It means take care of yourself first because, oh, excuse me, <coughs> because <coughs> if you do not take care of yourself first, you cannot truly be there for another. Exactly. So, no, yeah. because I <coughs> see angry moms. I see distressed moms. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not going to be healthy for your child. Because if you're tired, 
you definitely get angry. Yeah. And you can't be a good mom if you're angry. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's that that's why you have to feel good about yourself, take care of yourself, and then you can be uh, others for others to protect your family and your kids. Yeah, and just remember that being a mother is amazing. Like just the fact that you risked being a mom is incredible. And you know, for all the guilt that is put on the word mother, I want you to look at it and say, you know, that's somebody else's idea. And remember that the going forward, the new way to be an incredible mom is to put yourself first, is to take care of yourself. When you are well fed, the cup will just run over. You won't even have to try so hard. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, Alan. Again. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you so much for taking the time to read my book. Mwah. Thank you. See you again. Please subscribe to Panta Kalho Transition Channel and order my book, Moons of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dream.